listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I might have failed to mention that this chick was creative. Once the man got to her, he altered her native, told her if she got an image and a gimmick, she could make money. And she did it like a dummy. Now, I see her in commercials. She universal. She used to only swing it with the inner city circle. Now, she be in the blurs looking rocket dressed a hippie. And on some dumb shit, when she come to the city, talk about popping glocks, serving cocks, serving rocks and hitting switches. And she's a gangster roller with gangster bitches. Always smoking blunts and getting drunk, telling me sad stories. Now, she only fucks with the funk. Stressing how hardcore and real she is. She was really the realest before she got into showbiz. I did her. Not just to say that I did it, but I'll commit it. But so many niggas hit it that she just not the same letting all these groupies do her. I see niggas slamming her and taking her to the sewer. But I'ma take her back hoping that the shit stop. Cause who I'm talking about y'all is hip hop. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Y'all's Rod and Karen. And we're live on a feedback Saturday, guys. It's time mm-hmm. to talk about what you thought about the things that we thought about when we was talking about them this week. Okay. We see we got plenty of feedback in many different forms. People Yay. have left comments on our website, theblackoutwhotest.com. Uh, now it has been two weeks since our last feedback show but not since our last show right, right. um but yeah the black guy who com. you can leave comments in on each episode you can vote in the polls we have a phone number 704-557-0186 you can leave two minute or less voicemails and we normally play those on the air um you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com you can go to the front page of the black guy who tips and donate to the show you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we read them if they are nice we Mm -hmm. love that as long as they're five stars and nice yes we require both things um so you know if you're a hater just don't leave a review or just mm-hmm. don't expect us to read it uh, there's nothing wrong with that um but yeah we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that matter of fact let's shout out to people that donated to the show i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day new cash jen says one time donation to support the bullet ball extreme coalition love y'all jen thank you jen thank you baby uh we got uh kelly c donating thank you very much virginia p donating thank you virginia tiffany b thank you so much jane m we appreciate you charlotte wong esquire please say the esquire Mm -hmm. thank you studio texture thank you so much lisa d thank you jeff f appreciate you Lindsay b thank you alfonso m thank you palmetta stone magic thank you as well david c we appreciate you damian jackson i am for real thank you so much damian autumn w thank you as well joy m thank you uh kyle k hope everything's going good with the lakers they didn't trade you traded everybody else Damien R, thank you very much. We got a brand new recurring donated to the show. Nicola C. Thank you, Nicola. Hey, baby. Head on to the new members class of the church. Mm-hmm. Conrad will guide you through. Monique S., thank you very much. Our girl Bambi, Dr. Bambi, Professor over there. You better say it, Professor. Kimberly M., uh, th- uh Kimberly J., uh, our girl, um, um, Falcons Diva, thank you. Hey, baby. Kevin W., appreciate you. Jason L., we thank you as well. 
donna n felicity f Derek w lynn wood c uh lawrence c no relation Mm-mm. grace n thank you donna n b coleman thank you so much b coleman um zachary n uh from the living corporate podcast thank you mm-hmm. keep it all appreciate you keep it thank you melanike i we appreciate you as well uh preston uh team dro with the recurring donation cedric the entertainer w thank you james g thank you very much james we appreciate you uh not to be confused with james gun calvin n <laughs> erna n uh erna l i'm sorry erna l monica t we appreciate you monica um appreciate you my nigga uh gerard l terry w jason f this is what happens when we take a week off right have a lot of them but we appreciate them we do lanika m tyrone m uh call them we got a one-time donation from qt's if thank you very much qt's dostry thank you very much with the uh recurring jasmine a thank you so much um uh our boy eric uh m uh attitude check bronco pride bronco pride waste bees by sura alexander m michael irvin the playmaker and that is everybody Woo, that was a lot of y'all thank you it into the song (laughs) and you so much better when you smile uh, my power that I can't explain fell from heaven like a shower and I smile even though it hurts me I smile I know God is working so I smile even though I've been here for a while I smile smile it's so hard to look up when you lay down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. You look so much better when you. And you look so much better when you. All right, all right. Let's do our five star reviews. We had plenty, a few of them. Yeah, I like these. Um, Sam, guess the race sandwich says. <laughs> black my face five stars so i've been meaning to do this and i'm just now getting to it my bad one of the best corners of the podcast universe to simply be black love how candid you are about the darkness and most of all i appreciate the sweet how sweet you are with each other just enjoyable subscribe thank you thank you yeah um yeah man i probably you know it's, it's hard to get on here and be like authentic and not just pandering i mean you listen to so many of these shows i listen to a lot of podcasts and same you know you like i'm drawn to authenticity mm-hmm. like i i'm drawn to people that at least give me the illusion or make me feel like they being real and it's not just you know reading off a checklist of like i don't want to piss this person off i don't want to say this thing wrong i don't want to you know I, I i'm just gonna pander to these folks like i actually appreciate people that just come across like yo this is my real thoughts on the thing and it doesn't have to be you know a black and white view it doesn't have to be an author uh, authoritarian point of view it could just be like this is how i feel as a human being right now and maybe you'll be feeling different later but Quick. i appreciate it uh great good five star says push a p who says you have helped open my mind and heart and laughter during the struggle of living in this country oh that's 
man this is some good feedback y'all come Thank on you. i need to hear that me too you know um premium fan for a premium show five stars best listener ever 99 says felt like writing another five star review for the only podcast i still listen to almost 10 years later wow nigga we old yeah best listener ever you've been listening for almost 10 years and you still listen that's that's amazing right you you. ain't got tired of us yet it's a hell of a compliment come on i was listening to uh keith and the girl this morning which is a podcast that i probably like the most as far as like uh you know when i first started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. that was who i like that was the first podcast i listened to and was like wait a minute this they just regular ass different. people not even just that but this is different correct everything was still like really produced people were trying to like make a podcast that was basically like the radio show oh, but really polished like yeah. they they were i mean they were polished but they were just like authentic and they just didn't feel like they were just saying shit to be edgy or, or whatever you know like they they just felt different and right i mean i've been a fan of them for what has to be over so, 10 years now yeah, i don't know the exact number um, but i know it's got to be over 10 yeah and when i mean polished i mean like uh like uh almost like mass produced like you said like radio yeah like they weren't trying to sound like this american life you mm-hmm. know i can't tell other people what to do but if you can afford it go premium i guess i just did tell people what to do do it <laughs> thank you best listener ever thank you and uh yeah i I mean you definitely get your money's worth if you go premium with us Mm -hmm. um so uh samore pettigrew says excellent podcast five stars Ryder karen thank you for the black and black black blackness you put out through this uh excellent podcast like a lot of black people i had to deep dive into to a lily white world work and business on a daily basis so when i need my blackness fixed if he calling me man in my pookie from new jack city voice i just turn on the blackout test and i'm able to laugh and sometimes cry but more importantly it keeps me from putting a whole white person in a sleeper hole <laughs> seriously though keep doing what you're doing one mark from queens black in uh austin texas thank you oh thank you and yeah man whatever we can do to keep y'all from out of out of the criminal justice system right we have, we have done our duty you know i don't need y'all out here you know mm. having to choke a motherfucker out at work because you couldn't get no laughs in and right somebody came in and just started talking about make america great again or something and next thing you know it's like i had to grip a nigga up today i had enough i guess just the last day i'm gonna work at this job you know you just had those moments and i'm trying to keep y'all off of that um no five star reviews from spoiled movie reviews now we do have a feed in case you don't know about it mm-hmm. it's called the black guy who tells spoiled movie reviews we would appreciate five star reviews over there as well yes we are up to 245 reviews over there Woo! is that stacking up um it's 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 not current like mm-hmm. it's like it's always going to be a month or so behind mm-hmm. but i mean if you like to hear our opinions on movies and stuff and um sometimes we have special guests and stuff you can check it out um right now i think i just updated it and it i put all the movies that we reviewed in june up so yeah pokemon detective pikachu you have the intruder uh which i reviewed with chris lambert and jl covan you have john wick chapter three parabellum aladdin a very controversial um movie right brightburn and ma so you know if you guys are into movies your movie buffs you listen to the blackout tips check out that uh feed just by putting the blackout tips for movie reviews into your search and leave us five star reviews on stitcher and itunes for that too uh lastly we got a couple five star reviews on stitcher 
qtz for shizzy one says five stars the best podcast you can listen to a phenomenal podcast that is smart informative makes you laugh and cry with lots of nuance and care but one thing that needs to be said is that karen and rod are great at this podcasting thing to deliver a show consistently top notch is a unique talent and those two are definitely at the top of the game thank you oh thank you baby no i don't like to brag i mean i do mm-hmm. sometimes but i don't really like to brag but we doing a um we do like i said i listen to a lot of podcasts okay i'll just say that i'll just keep it at that two dollar horns it's hard it's hard to do it's hard to make this shit fresh okay for real though uh ariel t says my absolute favorite five stars this is hands down the best podcast on the internet wow on multiple internets on beyonce's internet appreciate you okay um all right we got comments on our episodes from last week uh the first one was our feedback episodes from two weeks ago which is called two peas in a pot kim says i'm still listening but the caller that called in sounds really really close to the counselor oh man it's been that long yeah that counselor who uh was part of the people that got called out by that valedictorian at her graduation speech and you know the person someone called in it sounded like she knew the counselor and it was kind of a personal slight to her or whatnot because the counselor had a kid that died and then the the person calling in was like you know but like knowing that part of it she just can't like it's kind of fucked up what that valedictorian did and we you know had valedictorian did and we had that discussion anyway you hit the nail on the head when you said that her daughter's death wasn't that student or any student's problem i don't mean to sound dismissive because i have lost a child what i remember when i left the hospital was that everyone was still going on with their lives and that time stopped for no one yeah we can all be nice to each other but everything hits everyone different yeah i mean unfortunately kim i'm I'm with you you know like and i'm sorry you lost your child as well mm-hmm. you know obviously but um i mean that's what's fucked up is you know that time doesn't stop for anybody and even worse if you then have had a tragedy and that leads to you fucking up somebody else's future or something like they're they're probably not going to be able to say well it's okay i didn't get the best service or whatever and in a way it's sad because i wish we could have that empathy for each other and be able to say like you know what um and also this is a high school kid so maybe maybe they will look back on this and be like i shouldn't have did that but you know it's it's that kind of thing where you would hope that maybe just for one more second you think about it and be like well what maybe something's going on with this person and it's deeper than you know what i think but you know you rarely see that uh the poll was did you enjoy joe biden getting red red for filth by kamala harris yes no or i haven't seen it 22 percent of y'all haven't seen it so then let's go to the rest of the poll 75 percent of y'all said yes you enjoyed it and four percent of y'all said no which i'm assuming y'all are those like never kamala harris types which okay you know but uh i enjoyed it uh unless maybe you like joe so much that you just you just hated to see him catch the l uh, yeah Corey brown says i love i like joe i'll vote for him if he wins the nomination but i got my life to senator harris dragging of him and i pray that she pulls a debo you want some of this too old man on bernie sanders <laughs> if bernie even looks in her direction during the next debate Amaya says, wow, <laughs> I lived. Every time someone got dragged, I'm picking no sides right now. There are way too many people. I love when Biden got dragged, when everyone tried to dog pal on Buttigieg. And I know that's not how you spell his name, but I'm too lazy to look it up. And watching the Daily Show's commentary on all of it, Trevor Noah's killing it. He is. Yeah, Daily Show's really been a source of levity through all this shit. 
uh suave p says senator harris was very impressive during the debate however i fear that as much as i feel she will be the only candidate capable of holding her own against trump during the debate i fear that she will face the same bs hillary clinton faced and unfortunately will not win the election i really don't think this country is ready for a female president yet i was browsing through the comments on the cnn facebook post about the debate and y'all there were so many people saying how harris lost their vote after that debate already really there were mostly white people saying that's of course white people are so fragile that they see a strong woman of color clearly making a case to the american people and they are instantly turned off and their reasons for saying they wouldn't vote for her are ridiculous but mostly they didn't like that she went out to biden how she went out to biden like you guys i'm casting my vote for whoever wins the democratic primary however i would like to say don't be surprised if mayor pete pulls the upset i actually thought his performance was quite strong despite everyone trying to dunk on him during that one point in the debate and on stage a uh, stage filled with people shouting and fighting for airtime and punchlines mayor pete seemed to be the most composed out of the bunch unfortunately for him he's short and america really chooses men under six feet for president weird but true i feel you swap p but i'm honestly throwing all of the uh traditional shit out of the window i'm no longer being like i know what people are saying and i've heard this sentiment a few times like we'll never we won't we're not ready for one president nobody thought we were ready for a black president it happened no one think i mean even to say you think mayor pete will pull the upset that's a gay president like fuck being six feet he gay you know he has a husband like all these things were considered non-starters it's it's sad that the democratic party is also the party that people at least around me pile on the most because mm-hmm. they've given up on even approaching the republican party which i understand but some of their complaints with the democratic party really skips right over the progress that has been made in such a short time we just take for granted that the candidates up there look like a motherfucking benetton ad we just take it for granted now like you know the fact that you can even say some shit like we're tired of old white men running for office and have alternatives is just something that is only really possible with the democratic party the in the in the republican party when they say that it's like yeah if you don't vote for one of these old white men nobody else is a viable candidate Mm-mm. you know so I, I will see i think kamala harris could win the general i think any almost any of those people on that stage i think could win the general election um and i and i don't know how to stress this enough and it's just of course my belief but fuck it i, I was right about the trump shit so i'm gonna just go off put it out there now i think everyone who believes that only a white man can beat trump is actually wrong and my gut feeling is that that's probably the quickest way to lose the general election mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't think it's about what what everyone keeps saying is it's about getting these white voters who voted for trump to switch up they're not coming back no white man can out white trump it's impossible come on so everyone who's voting off of the simple math of i just want a white man to be president they're going to vote trump they're not coming back he serves whiteness in a way that erases the equation because it's not even a polite serving of whiteness it's a very overt racist bigoted serving of whiteness that is not couched in like this these 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 highfalutin speech talking points he's just straight up saying the shit he's a liar he's been proven incompetent all the shit everyone who thinks well it can't be a black woman it can't be a woman it can't be a gay man it can't be an indian person it can't be uh, um it can't be a latino person uh i think why uh anyway i can't it just it can't be anything but I, but a white man i think they're wrong i think they're really kidding themselves um and i think 
white people are still treat white people that are democrats still treat trump as a um conventional threat and he's not so that's my personal belief all right uh brooklyn shoebag says once vice president joe biden decided to run for president he lost his uncle joe protection so now he can get all the smoke i love seeing senator kamala harris go after him i just love seeing strong smart women bring their a game and putting people in their place it's a way it's it's why i love watching alexandria ocasio cortez clips personally i'm riding for elizabeth warren for now but make no mistake i'm vote for whoever gets not i will straight up be the not again trump campaigning nigga yep come on and uh yeah i I mean i haven't ranked them but if i had to rank them i think elizabeth warren's still my favorite right now um and i do wish i i I feel like if elizabeth warren could like borrow some of kamala harris's like prosecutorial like like savvy Mm -hmm. because which i which is what i think separates kamala harris in like a debate or um a judicial hearing or or, or what a congressional hearing that's why she stands above everybody else she she just has that like prosecutorial like aggressiveness that you know interrogates people that that really examines like what like i'm putting you on the stand right now what the fuck are you talking about she's really good at that and i think there is a place for that you know we'll see i also find it funny when people say shit like i would never vote for kamala harris she make a good attorney general though i'm like no if you think she's a piece of shit that that is gonna use her power to unfairly incarcerate black people for no reason i i really don't understand why you want her in any position of power you can't cherry pick that shit <laughs> right and put her and be like now you're the biggest you're the top cop in the world uh because you we don't want you as president but we do want you over as ag then then you're either lying about how you feel about her in these debates and in her and her candidacy or you're lying about what you would like to see her do because that doesn't compute so i wish people would make up their minds about that every time i see somebody that hates kamala harris but then wants her to be ag i'm like I, what what the fuck is your math on that shit <laughs> that doesn't make sense i'm not and for the record i don't debate these things with folks i just think it's stupid and then i move the fuck on i'm not i'm no longer engaging in these fucking back and forth I, I said i wasn't going to and i haven't been doing it um and that you energy know. can go somewhere else yeah and and those people they they are inexhaustible they they stay online and argue about these candidates all oh, goddamn day the time and it's just not it's just i don't know you gotta find something better to do uh episode 1918 do they have toilets <laughs> that story about that dude that was clogging them toilets clogging all the toilets uh we got four comments let's see what we got here uh got a long one from sandler agony who says i'm really glad y'all brought up the stuff regarding immigration nancy pelosi and aoc since she's been bugging me on twitter from liberals that keep doing this thing where they shit on a high profile house member like pelosi but won't put the same anger to mitch mcconnell and other members of the gop yeah i've noticed that too i don't know i don't know how i don't know i I guess they've given up on those republican politicians to a point where but they're still angry and then Mm -hmm. they focus all their anger on the top of the democratic um lawmakers but at the same time it's like y'all know that they don't have the strength and the numbers because we didn't put enough people in congress and the senate over the past like six to eight years correct to give them the majority they would need to be this force that y'all claim they should be you know and i i just don't think 
i don't know like i, I just try to not engage in those conversations because i just find those people to be wholly irrational it's like yes I, yeah like i feel a certain way and the way i feel should become like law reality like, yeah like make this happen and it's like they don't have the tools to make the things happen that you claim you want to see and then you're blaming them but they don't they literally don't have it they can't do it or the things you want them to do they're telling you this won't work how you think it's gonna go and they're like and people are like well fucking do it anyway it's like i don't know i can see um I, at least that's the way i see it is that they feel frustrated and they attack the democrats rather than to be like yo mitch mcconnell lindsey graham like these are the people they need to go these are the people we need to target they're like no let's target the democrats it's like well okay let, let's be honest let's say you get all those justice dems that want to be in there the people that are targeting other democrats that aren't progressive enough they want to like you know get them out of the out of congress and the senate okay let's say you get every last one of those seats what are y'all gonna do because y'all still have the minority so y'all now y'all have the seats and it's like but what are y'all gonna do different y'all because because the numbers game is still the numbers you don't have the majority you your whole thing is we refuse to compromise and work with republicans cool i can get behind that what are you gonna do then because you're just gonna be the party of obstinance but without the numbers to actually stop shit the way that the GOP had under Obama. Right. They was like, we're not going to do nothing, and we got the numbers to stop you, and we got the numbers to supersede your, your thing unless you do it in the executive order. Yeah, like, I, and I think they don't like having these conversations because, you know, I'm a pragmatist, but they don't like having these conversations because that's the only thing that matters to me. And, right. And I'm like, yeah, you'll get more ranting and raving and Twitter talking points, but will you actually change anything? Mm-mm that's the question and i don't think i think they're frustrated by the idea that they feel like you're dismissing their ideas by being like well without the numbers these ideas won't happen they're like oh so you think this is a bad idea no i don't i don't think the green new deal is a bad idea Mm -hmm. i don't think raising minimum wage i don't think any of this shit is a bad idea i'm just saying you can't be a um you can't be with even within the party like the um what do you call it the insurgency you can't be the outsiders and then be like why aren't we the mainstream like you're you're playing that role of the agitator so when you're asking why you don't have the support why are the people fighting against you why why are the other like your co-workers that you keep roasting on twitter every day why they don't fuck with you that's why you're the agitator that's the role you chose to play yes anyway. sir honestly i have all but lost respect from the people who write this shit for a living accusing dems of not doing something or taking too long when policy initiatives take a while to get through the house and the senate all of this just reminds me of how they bitched and moan about barack obama not doing shit when all the dude did was get shit done but i guess that's not good enough every day every week every month since trump shit getting found out this year with all the subpoenas and meetings that dems have had in the house and motherfuckers have been chanting impeachment like a goddamn football game these people carry water for the resistance uh tm motherfuckers who are no different than the uh african descendants of slave and russian bots can kick all the rocks because it's like y'all are willing to get your hopes up on something that will not change the views of trump voters who wanted these black and brown kids in these camps a photo a photo op by aoc national tv coverage of trump on trial or any democratic politician going to an internment camp will change this shit will uh will change shit 
because the american public sucks and has sucked for fucking ever i guess he means won't change this mm-hmm. shit yeah and that's that's the thing i i keep coming to is like they and i and, and I, there's, let me just say that there's a value to optics right there's mm-hmm. a value to looking a certain way swaying okay. hearts and minds definitely matters but there's a certain cynicalness to the game that they're playing where i'm like it's all optics in a way that hmm i'm trying to think of the best way to put it it's like it's 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 like uh it's like aoc and that crew get like the benefit of the doubt that they claim other politicians shouldn't get from a lot of people i think that's what it is it's like the same people that say like everybody is pandering uh, get these old people out of congress um you know uh they're you know they're just saying things they don't mean it they like you know there's people that are like so in the bag for alc and them but they're the same people that claim everyone's in the bag for these other politicians and really it's y'all that just really believe in these motherfuckers it's like nobody was sitting around like i worship nancy pelosi i really just believe anything she said mm-hmm. like i don't find it to be that way i find people to be like i'm a pragmatist we don't have the numbers to do all this shit so we have to start finding ways to get some relief under this administration rather than none at all and my thing is this if they keep getting elected and stay there long enough one day they're gonna be the old heads and you're gonna have another generation that's gonna come up and tell you you ain't shit yeah it's and it, well i guess what's interesting to me too is like if nancy pelosi goes to visit the the border um whatever facilities man you know them same people ain't gonna be like well she went down there this is what i'm talking about and it's and like i said i respect the game i respect the hustle i respect um the savvy of like aoc and those folks Mm -hmm. but if you don't see the game that is being played i don't know what to tell you they're smart like like i think people it's you know it is it's like when people look at cardi b and be like oh my god she said she would like rate she wouldn't mind paying higher taxes if it would help out public schools and i'm like and then people go oh my god and run around like she just fucking like saw the rubik's cube and i'm like what dog are you do y'all actually think she's stupid is that what's happening because i don't mm-hmm. think she's stupid so i guess for me seeing that i'm not like oh i stand a queen like i'm just like yes that's like that's a reasonable take on that that's dope you know all the good shit but it but it wasn't like how did that dog read a book like it wasn't like that to me um but sometimes like the overreaction to some of this shit you can see like y'all don't actually see this person as like a a, a savvy intelligent right and person res- and respect what they're doing yeah you don't actually see them as a dynamic person because you're mm-hmm. so easily impressed and that's kind of the thing with alc and whatnot for me is that people seem to be super easily impressed with some of the stuff that, that she does or they you know that crew does and i'm like but tangibly it doesn't change anything more than what pelosi just did or what schumer's doing like it doesn't actually do anything it tweets better it goes viral better Mm -hmm. which is why i say they're savvy but it doesn't actually change anything you can propose a green new deal and it can have a bunch of great ideas but if you don't have the numbers or the coalition to pass it it doesn't matter bernie sanders is very much this politician for a long period of his career Mm -hmm. if not well really all his career but he proposed things normally couldn't get them passed 
normally didn't have the numbers and then he would go well look it's democrats that are the problem it's republicans that are the problem i had a plan i was da 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 yeah but you don't work with anyone Mm-mm. you chastise your folks in, in public you don't want to join the democrats like you have made yourself the outsider who is better than everyone else but because of that you can't get shit done so you know that's what i find to be like kind of kind of frustrating to see people like fall for this shit hooks line and sinker but then be like i can't hillary clinton with hot sauce in her bag i'm like nigga it's the same shit if you you know i mean i know that's a bad example Mm because hillary does love hot sauce but you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you claim one is pandering because you're super woke but this other shit not pandering it's all pandering it's all oh, bullshit right all of it like I, I, they're not passing policies they're taking photo ops and posting you know what I'm saying like posting shit online like tweeting at folks that's I, and i think it's because with twitter and stuff it makes you feel like you know folks and it's like they're doing the things that we're used to seeing other people do but these are actual politicians at her office they're supposed to be actually working on policies and building bridges and coalitions with each other to make things happen not have twitter beefs these niggas had a twitter beef this week like it's crazy it's kind of weird now i don't i don't i guess i'm the only one that feels this weird but it's fucking weird right right uh regular people who work all day sucking off the bad vibes of fox news msnbc and cnn even regurgitating this shit over and over has zero critical thinking into knowing who's the lesser two evils this is how i know people suck unfortunately it's because they fall into the same shitty habits of not learning from history but not not just shitty as conservatives but liberals especially the white ones always straddling the fence and like clockwork that when the shit happens a surprise always which tells me they don't ever want to deal with the reality that the u.s is a steaming pile of dog shit they want to stay in la la land about it also back to this impeachment stuff i'm more convinced than ever and maybe it's me with the perspective lately they want to show or some hopey inspirational thing that'll change the landscape of america like andrew shepherd played by michael douglas's speech on the crime bill from rob reiner's the american president which reeks of utopian bullshit to me yeah i i saw different arguments for why they would like to have impeachment um to me to be fair i don't think any of the arguments necessarily swayed me to feel like strongly we need to have impeachment proceedings but um i am of the mind that it i don't see anything bad about doing impeachment in the way that a lot of people feel like it'll be a bad thing like then you guys will you know you guys won't be able to follow it and y'all won't go vote and all this stuff um i hope that that's not true you know i hope that if they did impeachment procedures um i i mean we'll put it this way i don't think impeachment procedures would change anything nope let me just put it that way i don't think there's anyone out there who is for trump who would see an impeachment procedure and go and now i'm against trump nope uh they keep talking about well it'll document his crimes and stuff will come to light eh? i don't believe that i think we actually have documents of his crimes <laughs> we know we have way more than enough evidence that he's a corrupt individual and it doesn't matter Mm-mm. and i don't i guess in that way i could see why you know if i was a politician i might be like i don't want to do the impeachment thing because i just literally think it's a waste of fucking time correct correct and that's my thing i understand that's what people want i understand they want to go through the procedure i i i I get it and i'm not saying don't but at the same time 
the real 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 reality of it not a goddamn thing is going to change nobody's perspective on if you was for him you still gonna be for him if it was fuck him it's still gonna be fuck him like at the end of the day nothing is going to change and just because somebody gets impeached does not mean they get removed from office yeah so right i just think it's and then and then okay let's say he does get impeached and resign which we're now talking what 2021 because i mean that's if november is when we vote next year so let's say he does get impeached and resigns um and uh he's still in office at that point mike pence like i i just don't i think people think it'll make them feel better because they just want to see him take a l but right uh and for me personally like i said don't write in don't argue i i would if if if, if someone was in my face like i want to see him impeached okay right right i'm not gonna argue with you about it you can nope. have it i just don't think it's gonna matter Immediate like i don't either. i don't even get the significance I, it's like we'll show people that we still have laws i'm like well then now you guys are the same fucking uh the same shit that y'all are saying that y'all accuse schumer and nancy pelosi of being like they're just so traditional with their values and their rules and they're trying to get things back to the old ways i'm like no i don't really believe that because if they were then impeachment would be the thing because that's the we're gonna make this man we're gonna uphold him to the the traditions of the office and we're gonna make sure the standards are you know and we're gonna and i'm like no that's a false hope he will not comply with any of that Mm -mm. they don't even send the people that are like supposed to be questioned by congress to congress and when they do they're belligerent and they don't answer questions like Mm -hmm. this this is a criminal enterprise that essentially is too powerful to be held accountable and the reason that it's too powerful to be held accountable is that the american voters voted a senate in that would never hold these motherfuckers accountable agreed if you had a democratic senate hint hint go vote i think i think nancy pelosi chuck schumer all of them would be like yes let's impeach this motherfucker like he's doing it and they still be accused of bias and there would be people like they just doing it because you're a republican but the fucking point is they would do it because they need to get his ass out of office it's he's he's really corrupt he's a criminal but nope no my thing is this you're dealing with somebody that does not respect the office they don't respect rules they don't respect traditions they don't respect regulations they just do whatever the fuck they want to do how can you expect somebody like this that would even honor an impeachment he would go fuck it i could actually all jokes aside i could see him being such an ass if he loses the election he was sitting in the office and be like, I'm not leaving goddamn office. This is like a season of 24. Right, like, like, Lily, I could see him going, fuck it, it was a fraud, fake news, I'm not leaving office, let's have a goddamn re-election. So when you're dealing with somebody that's like that, how can you tell me, and, and like I said, I understand people on impeachment, how can you tell me impeachment is going to make a fucking difference to somebody that is not going to respect it? all of this shit was on the ballot in 2016 like clinton and barack and michelle obama said and yet here we are a little over a year from 2020 where dems can increase their influence on the senate and the presidency yet wokes are doing that dumbass clout chasing woke shit white liberals are shouting like the quitters that they are journalists are reapplying the wrong lessons again and regular people are standing on the sidelines wondering why there's no peace and love for the millionth goddamn time i want to have hope for 2020 but all this shit now pelosi got me thinking that about this and it bothers me she's not perfect obviously no politician is though when the american public lacks pragmatism and willingness to grasp the nature of things there's a lot wrong and that's very troubling yeah 
yeah like i said man the aoc stuff to me i don't get upset about it because i just feel like i'm seeing the game for what it is and she's essentially a twitter person like she's like a twitter activist that just has office and if you see it that way then i think you won't be so mad at her because it's almost like we we all know that annoying ass twitter activist person we got muted or or whatever like where it's like sometimes they got good ideas and sometimes they just talking pie in the sky bullshit and you know we don't have to argue with them and all this shit like they're never gonna get all the things they want period so okay i won't stand in your way but good luck going to get that shit good luck kirsten d says i had to comment on guess the race when karen said that it had to have been white people because a black person's credit limit wouldn't have been that high i almost hit the floor that's exactly what i was thinking 3000 says i think the reason nancy pelosi and aoc can't see eye to eyes because of the era of politics they were brought up in nancy started her career in the 1960s while aoc started in 2008 hell i started listening to this podcast in high school so y'all have been a big influence on my personal politics and yet i still feel the generation gap at times while listening i can't really imagine what it's like over at congress i feel you 3000 yo that's some real shit though because i Mm -hmm. do feel like the twitter airing out shit everybody was like that's nancy pelosi trying to keep silence women of color i was like that could also just be nancy pelosi being whatever 73 or whatever the fuck like like, I, like yeah like we don't talk of like it's certain shit come talk to me like talking this shit out in public like nah dog yeah and I, and for the record i get both sides of that i get I why too. aoc and them are like nah twitter is where we run shit you can kind of create your own reality on this app and mm-hmm. i'm creating my own reality of i get to say whatever the fuck i want to and i ain't got to bring it to your face first you know and what you gonna do which essentially nothing ain't shit she can do about that i mean it's not like the thing about alc and them being outsiders it's not like all these proposals they got gonna pass anyway Mm-mm. so they they can just kind of present these proposals that have no chance of passing don't worry about building a coalition Mm-mm. and target their fucking you know comrades quote unquote their other democrats target the motherfuckers for um for getting ousted in elections like shit happens i they're not there to be friends Mm -mm. (laughs) you know and with nancy pelosi being in charge you know it's funny the way like it's funny to me because i can tell like nancy pelosi's not twitter generation savvy because she could have also played the same like cards that that aoc and them play because aoc started on some like yeah she trying to stop women of color and from like basically trying to imply like it's a racial motivation why nancy pelosi won't just do what the fuck they tell her to do um and why she won't like be okay with them being critical of her as fucking freshmen um they why she's just supposed to be like well that's what they said so i guess i gotta go along with it i have no retort no rebuttal i will never defend myself they they got it they're women of color they get to say any and everything they want to to me right that's how people act like nancy's supposed to act right right but uh nancy pelosi could have also just started all this shit with well of course they're attacking me i'm a woman in power and they trying to bring down a woman because a woman that you know a woman holding this office as you know she could have pulled that shit but she she not twitter savvy like that well you gotta out fucking you know it's like reverse politic power like you know you can't do this to me i'm a woman they can't do this to me i'm black meanwhile i could be a dick to you but you can't say shit back you know right and um 
put like this because I never put anything above white people, you know, as far as mm-hmm. what they do. And I don't know how Nancy Pelosi feels, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, I don't know anybody that would just sit back and just have people slander you and go online and make these claims and not have no comeback and not say anything. Like, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that's the thing. It's, it's, and, and sometimes, sometimes things are about racism and sometimes they're not. But I wouldn't care who the fuck y'all was. I think if you was all white women going at Nancy Pelosi, I think Nancy Pelosi still would have said something. She's 70 fucking years old. Well, she been saying something about other people. Matter of fact, what's funny is that um the thing she said about don't tweet it come talk to me was not about uh alexandria casa cortez Mm -mm. that's what the article said but it turns out it was actually about uh it was a white dude who was tweeting about nancy pelosi as he's a politician he deleted the shit um and he's a democrat and um so so it turns out it wasn't even about that but you know aoc of course capitalized off of it took it and said it's about me and people were saying it was about her in all fairness so they they fighting but yeah for me it's just weird because i see people have bought into one side is right one side is wrong and i'm like i don't feel i feel like both sides are playing a role agree like this is the role they have and there is going to be conflict involved because of the roles at it like one of these is the outside influence trying to shift the party more to the left one of these is the is the is the the inside influence who understands the um repercussions of failure and that's something that alc is nice as nice as like dope and savvy and young as those people are they will have no level of failure attached to them if their ideas don't pass if they don't come to fruition anytime anything doesn't pass it goes to schumer and pelosi as y'all failed doesn't matter you didn't have the numbers doesn't matter um y'all didn't have a like no one's voting for these candidates in in the outside it's just you failed and the stigma of failure does not attach itself to the people that are outsiders because you're not supposed to have the influence to actually change shit if aoc was in the driver's seat right now and she had to make all the decisions for the democratic party you would see her start kind of taking some my guess is my guess is you would see her to have to compromise on some shit because not, I'm not just making a decision for me. I'm making a decision for all of these motherfuckers in my party in America. And you know, it's a difference between you saying something and you implementing something. It's real easy to be yeah. on the outside just throwing shit up in the sky. Mm-hmm. But when you have to take and you got to execute it and you see what happens once these things, policies started being uh, put in place and you might have uh, consequences and repercussions uh, that you m- didn't even cross your mind and yeah it's a lot to that it's and not you as do, cut and dry and you need a coalition to pass things it's just not the, the it's not a dictatorship Mm-mm. you know as much as it's so funny because uh people that are like democrats people that are socialists people you know that really like i believe in democracy i believe all the people should have a voice always skip over the fact that there's a lot of people that don't agree with you come on they always skip over it they did it's it's such a and i, I think like maybe it is a social media thing because we get to cherry pick the opinions we see mm-hmm. but but like literally you are forgetting this country is a piece of shit it's oh. it's racist it's xenophobic right. it's bigoted it's homophobic so you can surround yourself by people that agree with you and be like yes this is the new reality this is what the people want we all agree we won't blank and i'm like "Mm, but we don't all agree no we don't you know and and you can go well we got the majority from this poll okay but when it's time to vote 
that's the shit that matters is it always a majority voting democrat because some of these states ain't on board with this shit Mm -mm. and you have to govern these states too you have to appeal to the voters in that state too you can't just cast those people aside and be like north carolina didn't go blue last last time so so fuck fuck them fuck all the all the democrats there like it's it's more complicated than the black and white way we can treat it on twitter and that i think that's what gets lost eve says when i saw the viral video of the ice liquor my first thought was electric chair i am all for i'm all for prison send her ass to juvie for a month with a year of community service i'm all for people going to jail because some people really need to be there i think the biggest issue with the industrial prison system is the inequality of how the laws applied to brown black and poor people versus their rich counterparts agreed i think any prison reform should include sentencing reform to be applied equally based on crime and severity of defense mm-hmm. not from whether the person is someone you empathize with because they look like you yeah um and that's the thing man i i absolutely understand the idea of like prison is this corrupt basically slavery machine mm-hmm. and the same way you would be a slavery abolitionist and you should be a prison abolitionist i totally understand that except for the fact that what do we do about crime you do have to do something and that's the thing that i just think can't come across on social media in a like a, a, a little quippy tweet Mm-mm. because it's like no nah, there's a lot of nuance here about like r kelly the feds come and get r kelly and we're not sitting around crying talking about i don't believe anyone should go to prison none of us none of us were i didn't see not one person talking about i don't think anyone should have to go to prison uh, uh, this weekend when that shit happened we went good the feds got them i guess i'm rooting for the feds right i'm pro feds apparently now i'm rooting for the federal government yeah because i don't think r kelly should be out here with access to young women and shit i don't and i guess if it makes me a bad person or whatever a cool I'll, or whatever you want i'll to take call that me. i call it common sense i call it reasonable i'm not living in some fairy tale land where we can just talk to this nigga and he gonna stop doing it he needs to be somewhere where he has no access to money and and people fuck him fuck everybody that helped him too and if that yeah if i'm a caveman for that shit i guess i'm the caveman i'm not that progressive uh should anyone ever go to prison was the poll yes some people have to go there no there's always an alternative and i think everyone should go to prison i own stock in private prisons (laughs) (laughs) six percent of y'all own stock in private prisons that's so sad (laughs) uh 1.4 said no there's always an alternative and then uh 93 of the audience said yes some people got to go to prison that's it uh charles says even in real social democratic countries like norway sweden germany etc they still have jails and prison but those systems are really set up to rehabilitate people unlike our systems that are seemingly set up to make people into even better criminals and to dehumanize them right 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 Right. that's the thing you have to be able to see the humanity in folks but even in those even in those places i guarantee you there's people where they're like this motherfucker we can't let out like some of these motherfuckers like this serial killer ass nigga we can't he's not it's not gonna happen for him okay not he a can't mo- rehabilitate in jail all yeah, he wants right not enough abcs in the world to fix this shit uh kiara says i agree with charles rehabilitation should be the goal for those that would be will be released in society communication with the outside world social interaction education and health are things that should not be taken away from people that will one day be a part of civilization again i think american prison system is just not set up to support any of that but yes some people need to go to prison and the ones that should not be released in society murders rapists should rot in prison 
yeah and the thing for me is i'm not even like one of those i mean y'all listen to the show i'm not even one of them like punitive like i want you to go to prison so you will be raped and mm-hmm. you will be killed and all this no. shit i'm not even saying that like uh you listen to this i just don't talk like that like even with bill cosby it's a man i despise i would never be on here like and i wait till you see who put in pops he gonna be on like i'm not advocating for that i don't think that's what prison should be and it's fucked up that it is that for so many people um but that being said he can't be out here with us i'm sorry but what the fuck like this is like this and this extremism only comes out when people have empathy for or feel some relationship to the person that is doing the crime that time yeah they don't feel that way all the time and that's the only thing i'm pointing out this i'm not saying prison abolition is stupid or the people that are doing that work don't you know that these are their ideas no just the people that throw the quippy little me like bullshit out there on social media like it's so fucking simple those people are ridiculous that's all i'm pointing out michelle says off topic but re- oh i'm sorry episode 1919 bruise mcribs michelle says off topic but relevant a group called the ados wants to police kamala harris's blackness because her father is from jamaica obama part two yeah they trying to do like a birther thing on her i'm not sure how much of them ados people are real and how much of them are russians right um don't think they ain't go away they, they still yeah here. and the ados stands for african descendants of slaves basically people that are promoting like reparations and shit for black people and and yeah and of course they hate kamala harris uh because she has a white husband and um is a woman um and they disguise it as everything but that but the idea of trying to keep her from being black uh, uh and i know it's uh Kamala Harris. I keep I always pronounce it wrong. It's my bad, but it's not Kamala. It's not. Nah, it's like Kamala Harris. Oh. It's, it's not pronounced. I, I always say like Kamala Harris, but it's really like Kamala or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's like some fast. It's not. I'm from the South, guys. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I always call it Kamala. I always say Kamala Harris, uh, but I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Um. Anyway, man, the fact that they're trying to erase her fucking blackness is so over the top and stupid and. Like I said, a lot of it's just like Russian people, Russian bots and shit. It's not even real. Um, yeah, it's, and it's, and it's besides the fucking point. Like there's so many things that if you don't like her, there's actual like policies and shit you can look at and track record and be like, mm-hmm. I don't like that she did this. I don't like that she did that. And maybe people might disagree with you, but shit, at least it happened. I'm going to just make her the not black. Okay falcons diva says life is my absolute favorite movie i love you guys i hope you guys get to watch it again also rod i love your rant about how all people are trash not just rich folks i was sitting at my desk saying amen love y'all thanks falcons diva (laughs) thank you trey swindle says hey rod and karen lol at the cops being asked to leave rod had me laughing my ass off saying he was going to pull the windows down drive slow beside them and play and leave leave as they leave and blast d'angelo's untitled how does it feel uh more ha 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 but your last that sound like perfect payback payback for any racist person that gets some good instant karma back on them that's a good point uh great discussion on the niceness article you guys talked about if you try to be a positive person in your life protect your energy at all costs even if it's family that gets on your nerves and karen i can't remember if it was this episode or the next one where you said the great word about your job paying you to come in shut the fuck up and do your job i howled in agreement on the nasty ass ice cream liquors lock their asses up yeah they probably shouldn't be get 20 years but damn they damn sure should face some kind of consequences and repercussions for their actions mm-hmm. nasty bastards lol thanks again ryder karen trace windu agreed 
they should at least give them what they would give somebody that vandalized a bunch of property because if 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 the point of the story is we got to throw out all this product because now we don't know what's contaminated and what's not agree at minimum you should have to like pay that fine for whatever the fuck they had to throw all that shit away the the cost of that and you know the community service or the time that they would give somebody who like went in there and spray painted the whole freezer section or Mm -hmm. something at least that you know we're still talking about something way more dangerous than that because obviously you can get illnesses and shit from fucking people's food yes, but you can. i mean that should be like the minimum brother roderick and sister karen is from cc i'm sorry to say but tiny jag is having her white side stand out too much now it ain't white people paying twice as the white devil that is her kin said it's niggas paying half a big difference <laughs> yes cc nah man i see why she had to pull out nah man i see why she had to pull out but come on at least word it so that at least it sounds good yes what that's what they fucked up the, the, the festival they should have been like blacks half off uh but still i have a question about this scenario four years ago i got some tickets to listen to angela davis speak at the swedish royal institute of art i barely saw a black face in the audience it was all white university students with rich parents and white people with pull i was glad she stepped out and talked to all the black women and girls there that were waiting outside just to see her because we were few in that audience so fast forward a year and we're getting chimamanda and goze adiche adichi uh to speak for us again so what do i what to do i mean there aren't only speaking for or two black people but it feels like black people should be there and not in the minority since jack couldn't be uh since jack couldn't be done i see the same scenario mostly white university students that won't get it and barely any black people it's weird how do you handle such a situation is it a situation to handle because trust me many black women and girls really wanted to listen to them but they aren't part of this bs system or know people who are uh who are so they keep getting shut out of these things anyway thanks for reading y'all right hugs kisses what do you think it's a hard question because the thing is you need access the you're not getting access the people that hold the tickets aren't willing to give up their tickets they don't give a fuck if they understand what's going on or not. You're, you're prestigious. You know, it's university that everybody looks, they're about image and they're about, you know, coming here making these grand speeches and clapping and then going home and not doing a goddamn thing because this, they're not really going to change anything. And then, um, how do they get in the room? That's the question. Like, I don't know. That's up to the universities. Do you, you know, because it's, it's a campus thing, university thing. It's probably donors, people that give big money, professors and shit like that. Like, I don't know what to do when whiteness has shut you out. What power do you have? I'm not so sure that those people aren't talking to white people. And I'm not saying that pejoratively. Um, they're writing books to educate the world and inform the world of the plight of black people and women and these different marginalized groups and who really needs to be educated about that is mostly white people this doesn't mean black people can't find enrichment in it i mean same way people listen to our podcast and it's for and by black people and we're thought of first and foremost and all this shit i when i read them books man i don't feel like they're always first and foremost for us so that's one part I, I guess it would depend on the lecture and the discussion because mm-hmm. you know i love uh angela davis but like angela davis not just speaking to black people it's not just a black event you know like um and the other part is many times it is the people that have 
money resource and privilege that you need to hear these messages more so than me now i may be a fan of angela davis and i just want to be there to get my book signed Mm -hmm. or just to meet her or to hear her talk there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. but if her mission or whatever to go to these colleges and speak is one of spreading the word you know it might not be like a fans tour it's gonna be a, a how do i get access to the people that i can talk to after this and say hey can you start this initiative what about this plan um can we build something together and in many cases that may take money or something so i could see that the other thing i'll say man and this is also not shade but niggas socialist books ain't free Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying like it's all all this shit is within a system of capitalism no matter how woke somebody sounds they not giving them books away they making money they not living on the street you know what i'm saying they taking care of there so all this shit is for sale you know what i mean so don't ever get too caught up in the idealism reading this shit hearing this shit like you got to make a living and if only like the students are the only people that are gonna want to see you um and you're not going to have access to the people that can kind of like get you in a circuit where you make money and shit people make money for them college tours and all that shit Mm -hmm. you know um maybe maybe she could put some demands on folks and be like hey i want x amount of students in the audience but you still gonna have the students uh gonna gonna be able to get in but then they're gonna be like well how do we pay the bills for this facility how how we still have to monetize this thing so all this activism and shit is monetized it's, i don't hold any i have no misgivings about that Mm-mm. and i don't judge anyone for it either no people try to put a litmus test on these activists like activists don't got the same fucking bills we got come on if you're an activist and you not figuring out a way to make money off your shit you probably gonna be broke you might be the realest broke nigga ever but you're gonna be broke and you're gonna be struggling and when people not gonna actually give a fuck Mm-mm. like when you need help when you need something <laughs> people gonna be like wow this nigga really wants something i thought it was about black freedom fam like it's it's like it's Them such same a same people it's such a fucked up hole that we throw these activists into and shit so uh yeah i wouldn't necessarily feel a certain way about that now um the extra part of it is this though as a creative right if chimamanda or angela davis or whoever wanted to create certain spaces that were for black women only black women events and stuff there's nothing stopping them from doing that Mm -mm. now you can't take this like maybe this public space like a college and be like no only blacks right it's you know like it's probably harder to do that you know what i'm saying but you could have like the black caucus the black student union at your school invite certain people out maybe it won't pay as much money maybe it won't be as big a, like have as many it won't be in the biggest building on campus anymore but you know for those black people that are there that would like to meet that person i mean there's other ways to get it to happen you know so i i, I don't think i just think not all spaces are like that you know agreed so um but yeah it's like i said it ain't even and it ain't even she gotta make she gotta make bills she gotta make rent dog or whatever however she spends her money now she could be rich for all i know but she 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 gonna this shit is for money at some point too 
you know i bought that book i ain't buy it for free you know what i'm saying like that is she's doing work so she's being compensated for that work um and white people had the most money in america so when you're saying selling something and motherfuckers like it, it you know to a certain extent it gets major that's when white people come right so anyway no no you know uh no 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 offense to you either cc I'm like i hope i didn't step on any toes but you know it, you know i always it's something i see on twitter sometimes or facebook where people try to turn something that's not a black space into we're gonna make this a black thing i'm like good luck <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't know how you're gonna do it but like you either need to plan that shit from the beginning that you just doing some only black shit and have like a full you can't just turn some shit into some black you can't be like uh black people get in free white people gotta pay because there are all kinds of like fucking laws and shit where companies don't want to let you operate like that just for the fact that someone would operate that polar opposite of that okay. and they would use you as an example correct y'all didn't have a problem when y'all said only black people go to this event so what i can't have a white nationalist meeting like oh here we go you know like paypal just want one simple fucking solution they don't want you know what i'm saying they don't want to they don't want to have to be like well for black people is this if you're indian you can do this if you're chinese you can do this but not this they're like no our business needs a flat out you can do or you can't do thing and yeah so that that whole uh concert with the half off of black people thing it was like y'all how did y'all not know that that was gonna be a problem that that was yeah how did you not know these sensitive ass white people can't take you know they can't all be cool enough they probably wouldn't even plan on going and they mad you know <laughs> Amon says hey y'all really enjoyed this episode talking about relationships my husband and i recently had a conversation about our differences again he's an extrovert and i'm an introvert over the years he's learned that to have me comfortable at parties and events i'm like lauren hill have to line my chakras a, a weeks or day at least days ahead same or i will be unhappy he's the type of guy who loves to keep a party going he thrives off that type of energy he loves working the room and talking to everyone while That's i only me i only need at least one or two three one to three people to have a fun conversation with and him to check on me periodically to see if i'm ready to go my problem is that i often stretch myself to my limit because i see how much he's enjoying himself even if i'm getting drained which i have to stop doing introverts do like people and can't even enjoy a party but for me at least certain things just have to be in place love y'all mine yeah i've done that too where i'm like i really 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 want to go but you know karen's enjoying herself so i guess it's another round of space yeah yeah and i think one time you just left you was like i've had enough yeah so sometimes i'm just like i wish i had taken another car <laughs> right so just go home sometimes we, yeah. so you're like i can just leave right here shit, shit, come home. like i don't want to ruin anybody's time you know i just it would be okay if i've like i've had enough party that was it that was my limit uh should public schools teach financial literacy class a hundred percent of y'all said yes that's what's up rarely see that alicia says i think schools should teach financial literacy but parents remember we are children's number one teacher and advocates i teach my children and learn while doing so real black history social life skills etc over show uh if the school ain't doing it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it but i'm just saying generals that's something that seemed like a school should do mm-hmm. you know and then you can supplement it at home you can add on to it uh dave says thank you ryan and karen i had to stop the podcast to listen to the mf song life uh when uh then to add insult to it i found this written and produced by r kelly fuck my life 
anyways uh good to have you guys back and this uh might be a hack to itunes review if you go back and edit an old review it seems to retransmit as a new review so if you already did a review go back and edit and resend all right dave with the hack uh all right let's see we had 1920 humping around <laughs> a lot of people enjoyed that episode yes, they did i like the music episodes um we had four comments uh brooklyn shoe Bay says laugh my ass off now that you mention it pumps in a bump was the first unsolicited dick pic i remember watching the video on mtv when it premiered with my college roommates we were all sitting there with our mouths open and eyes popping what the fuck are we watching here <laughs> right what is this looking at it through my fingers i just tried to watch the video again and had to have have had the same reaction however i do remember a prince album cover where he had a neckerchief and a banana sling oh yeah i remember that prince the only man who could do that and it's never too much male nudity right uh damn i needed this laugh i would like for your you to crowdsource a list of gaslighting love songs it would be so hilarious uh yeah we might need to do that um trey says hey rod and karen the hilarious thing about the most pelvic thrust in a music video is that no matter the name of the music video it's more than likely a bobby brown video <laughs> if it's not humping around music videos the my prerogative music video bobby humped so much air in the my prerogative video that he got the air pregnant with triplets and a side baby uh, i love y'all goofy asses ha ha thanks again rod and karen trace Windu. thank you it was a lot of humping and ain't and uh my prerogative yeah when he was in that thug loving and hopped out that helicopter, he did a kick in the in the pelvic thrust. Ha <laughs> ha! Whoa! My... He did. I forgot about that. Eve says pump and a bump came out around the time when Hammer was trying to change his image because he was getting a lot of flack for being a smiling dancing coon. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I still don't remember. Man, I still. I think what's funny about that is um, it was generally accepted that oh, this nigga's a coon. You know. um i had no problem with him singing and dancing in fact i had hammer pants what are we talking about here right but um oops sorry um i i actually stopped at that time being a third base fan the white rapping group third base i stopped fucking with them because they had a song dissing mc hammer in the video and i'm like who the fuck are y'all white boys to call anyone a coon y'all got to stay the fuck out of family business okay y'all got a little too goddamn comfortable mc search and pb okay like that was, i was i did not feel that shit man I, I remember seeing that video being like what the fuck who are these motherfuckers no can't come to the cookout doing this gotta just get your plate and eat in the corner uh anyway um first of all i didn't see it that way but it was at the time when gangster rap was blowing up and party rappers like hammer tone loke and young mc were not getting as much airplay yeah shout out to kid and play mm-hmm. will smith was able to transform into a mega movie star while uh with hammer he we got pups in the bump uh, he even had his own cartoon i remember that it really could have been a bop if not for that really strange pelvic thrusting video his fans who like the happy dancing rapper were like what the fuck is this that was me i was like we're not dancing with big friends and plant and uh patent leather shoes what happened while the gangster rapper fans were like he was he was trying to appeal to said what the fuck is this and that's when he fell all the way off lucky for him retro music is always fun at parties and when can't touch this comes on at a party you can always see at least five or six people don't 
uh doing the typewriter rider dance on the floor you can't tell me that people don't get up and dance when they hear that song come on and then Aaron, anonymous uh included a youtube video to bill clinton uh humping around like uh living color um sketch Ooh, uh, old school yeah i i would play it but you know it, it's a audio podcast um more pelvic thrust humping around or pumps in the bump uh pumps in the bump won 76 percent wow that was way that was a blowout i thought it was gonna be way closer 24 percent of people say humping around but uh yeah he was he was up there Mm-hmm. it was pretty high pretty pretty high yeah he was he was definitely humping a lot of air per second that. yes and that humping around i mean and that uh pumps in the bump mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what got in the hammer uh all right uh we had the last episode of the week uh it was called carpooling uh anonymous says not for 20 years but yes okay that's uh to the answer to the poll i guess um all right uh turk says hi guys you want to know how to get rid of those sonic devices yeah the sonic devices they use to get rid of teens in the park in philadelphia mm-hmm. tell white people that it's fucking with dogs since dogs can hear all those high-pitched noises people can't we all know white people love dogs supersedes everything else i know the dogs and cats in the neighborhood were losing their goddamn minds hearing all the noise at night i, I bet you they were i don't know i wonder if it's a sound where they can't hear but the teens can because i feel like white people love dogs so much they probably thought about that mm. before they installed the sonic devices there's like nope not this one it affects puppies too we have to make it only affect the ears of black children <laughs> no one else <laughs> i'm not a prison abolitionist but i am a sadist i think these people tampering with food should have to eat food that's had the same thing done to it by a random stranger i bet you that would make people except for the kinksters think twice about doing that foolishness <laughs> also shouts out to care i know that your pun game is getting better peace turk it is PS Diva 95 says greeting queen karen and king rod crystal and joe button have been in conflict for years i'd have to go back a few years on the read podcast to remember when it started but it has to do with joe button and his past trash ways she didn't randomly start firing back at him it built up for a minute glad you all enjoy your vacay keep on keeping on yeah well that's the thing um and i said it on the show uh because someone else hit us up on twitter like y'all shouldn't even have talked about it or some shit and i'm like whatever man like thanks for listening but get the fuck out of here we talk about things um and we weren't all definitive during that segment it was like i don't know it sounds like they must have issues in the past because the shit took off immediately like you we've all seen like well i don't say we all i don't know you niggas might not really be on social media like that but when you are you have people that don't like each other and you don't know sometimes All right until something happens i didn't know they didn't like each other i don't listen to the read that much i don't listen to his shit at all so i didn't know they've been sniping at each other for years the article i read didn't mention that they've been going at each other for years or any of this shit so i'm just reading this shit like on twitter like yo this shit went to like like this shit went nuclear fast like it went from uh like him saying something kind of vague where you like i wonder who that was about and then people being like listen i know who it's about to which i'm like oh that nigga must talk shit about her uh, they mustn't everyone must know they don't fuck with each other you know what i'm saying because if i was on here being like uh you know light-skinned people be acting crazy sometimes there's a bunch of people that would be like why is why i talking shit about light-skinned people but if i really meant i was talking shit about justin 
there'll be somebody out there like did he go talking about justin again at justin on twitter this nigga talking about you again right that's to me that shows like it's history there so i don't know how people well i do know i i do know what i believe happened folks have probably really been following that conflict they picked their sides and they've decided that anyone who is out of the loop is basically like the enemy or shouldn't even be discussing it just don't know yeah i don't know and Mm -hmm. i and i said as much at the time don't follow it like that so i don't regret it and we will continue to talk about shit because hey that's how you learn you know and also because it was interesting and newsworthy it's trending all over twitter and you think we shouldn't talk about it the fuck out of here um the other thing too though i would throw out there i also talked extensively in that segment about like i don't know how the fuck joe button got to rehabilitate himself what are the rules like he completely has like come back into prominence in a as and rebranded himself in a way where i would have thought was literally impossible when we started this show i remember some of our episodes being like so joe budden did this he's accused of domestic violence he raps about beating a woman to a miscarriage and i was like oh so it's over for this nigga this is before i knew you know as much as i know about not people not getting canceled right but yeah i was like so i guess he just threw his career away because that's you admitted to it and even still people fuck with that dude they listen to his hip-hop opinions he you know has a podcast and stuff like he he's just living a charm life and you know uh the other thing the person said on twitter was like some people are canceled forever and i'm like but they not Mm-mm. They <laughs> I mean, never canceled. It's easy to say on Twitter, but it's just not reality. Well, they not pe- actually canceled. They flourish away, but they never canceled, and they all come back stronger. Yeah, I mean, well, in this case, you're talking about people that are fucking flourishing, right? Aesop Rocky is in like prison right now, but assuming he won't be in prison forever, they probably gonna celebrate this nigga like Meek Mill when he gets back. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. These people do not seem to give a fuck you know so anyway um uh eve says the thing about oh and uh yeah and i just didn't know they had beef like that it makes mm-hmm. sense now because like i said Agreed. on twitter it just felt like god damn that shit get what else fast like you know you're on the 60 you're like what happened god damn that was fast it, woo, they something happened you know eve says the thing about asap rocky who i thought was the same dude as travis scott up until a month ago don't tell what you say right i thought straight up like especially when they both said that shit about like ferguson i really got them confused like when i saw asap rocky quote going on twitter i was like wait travis scott is asap rocky what what's what's happening it's so confusing yeah man look all these niggas get this money man and they just man they they like black men will eject from some shit sometimes man like they just really feel like i got one step out of the race already because i got this privilege and this money i'm done caring about this kind of shit you know and the the stupidity to me is not that they feel that way i feel like if we're being honest a lot of us wish we could quote unquote escape some of this shit that's why we always talk about self-care and blah 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 it's saying it you know like like why would you say like i'm i refuse to care about my people if you really feel that way you should probably keep that to yourself because it's some cool shit to say and believe 
but if you just but if you're just trying to express in the moment of like man i just don't want to have to be thinking about this shit all the time people can relate to that again and i think these motherfuckers keep going the extra mile with the shit and that's why they keep getting called out and that's why the, the statement stick with them forever you know it's not it's not a, a, a unpopular sentiment we heard it from a lot of these rich niggas a young black rich if that don't let you know that america understand black matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb man my life matter especially to my right i got enough money guess what guys i'm no longer caring about this black shit so it don't affect me because i'm rich you know it's some ignorant shit to say and they really think they balling when they say that shit but it's just ignorant mm-hmm. and yeah everybody want to see these niggas get their nigga wake up call and guess what everybody partying about it mm-hmm. uh and of course the people that's not partying is funny to me too because the opposite side of that is y'all typically don't give a fuck about this kind of shit mm-hmm until it's somebody that you know then then all of a sudden we all need to well let me put my activists on speed down like y'all don't care about these causes all the time i didn't see a lot of people shouting free remy free cam or free oh i'm sorry uh there would would there be such an outcry of a black female was in jail i didn't see a lot of shouting about free remy free cam or free the brat i mean it's a great point and no there would not part of this is because he's a black dude and community rallies around black dudes so fucking fast without equivocation normally or without anybody saying anything you know mm-hmm. and look at you wrong you'd be like not this nigga right um there are so many with black and queer people in the movement that these same dudes trash but when one of them get in trouble they want the same black women and queer people to speak up for him fuck out of here it's a shame he's in prison and if he's in there for self-defense like he said he was but maybe his rich beverly hills and soho friends can help him out yep nobody's required to have empathy or care for that dude and i the whole point i was trying to make about this situation especially in the light of the ice cream liquor shit was like nah this is the proof i'm talking about we extend empathy and make those arguments for people we care about you know i'm sure joe budden wasn't on twitter talking about ice cream liquor girl just needs a slap on the wrist and da 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 if he talked about it at all right right but this is his friend so now he's like we got to get this motherfucker out of jail this is this is a a miscarriage of justice right it's you the things you feel affected by or that affect your group of people that you care about all of a sudden it's different for all the other shit you know even the people that oh no jail for this person they was laughing at this at this dude possibly going to prison in inhumane conditions in another country for defending himself they was laughing at it or or at the very minimum they were expressing how much they didn't care which is also something you can keep to yourself if you want to you're not no one can make you care so if you don't mm-hmm. you but folks wanted to express how much they didn't care they want to make a point out of this i don't like this nigga and i'm glad he in jail you know like i said i can relate to that shit because that's that's way more honest than the i don't think anyone should go to prison i'm a prison abolitionist shit that people be pulling when it's just a certain person doing a crime agreed that's not honest <laughs> let's be honest what's honest is i'm gonna dance a jig the day r kelly is sentenced okay i'm gonna be on instagram partying it up because fuck him no i'm not uh, if that make me not a prison abolitionist then i guess i'm not fuck it um uh, anyway should anyone tamper with food in the store or go to jail uh anyone that's tampering with food in the store or go to jail yes 
yes some of them should go yes all of them should go no they just need to be talked to now i was shocked by the results of this zero percent of y'all think they should be talked to none of you hippies listen to our show wow kind of shocked uh 39 percent of y'all said some of them should go to jail and 62 percent said uh 61 percent said yeah all of them should go to jail for fucking with food uh brooklyn shubay said they should go to jail and the sentence should, sentences should be based on a level of tampering and intent also mandatory soup kitchen community service hours yeah well they can tamper with the homeless people food i don't know about that one <laughs> whatever that community service be it can't be no food involved i'm sorry alicia says i don't play about my food <laughs> uh blue wave rider says i really like ice cream but these niggas got me pulling up fuck out of here uh maybe uh instead of jail time they should be injected with salmonella listeria as punishment and by the way if y'all keep taking days off i'm gonna have to go premium how about that well, you might have to because we are taking more days off electric chair <laughs> eve says electric chair uh well yeah i mean look we need time we gotta think about ourselves and all the stuff that we can do uh now some of y'all did leave messages and i can't remember where to start with this because uh it's been i think seven was our last feedback show so i guess uh, amon's messages would be the first one so amon left us like uh three messages she said seven one yeah on seven three she left three messages right yeah the last feedback show was six hey ron karen this is iman wait the last feedback show was when hold on i'll tell you one second because today is the 13th right yes so the last feedback show was the not the six because we took that week off the six it was the 29th okay cool 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 cool. all right let me get back to this you guys had a great break this week um so this is about the feedback show uh last week and um first me and my sister, we had a ball watching the debates. Um, I mean, it's definitely more enjoyable to watch with a buddy because we were just joking. And the first Sundays, I was like, I'm not learning any of these people's names. And the second one, I just given everybody nicknames. Of course, you know, Joe and Kamala and Bernie. And then we were like, Orange Pie Guy and Witchy Hair Lady. I, what was her last name? Williamson? I am. It's like, whatever and we were like oh like the prequel like hillary the prequel like with the blonde woman i don't know what she did i think she was was she a mayor or a governor i don't know it's just it's just so many people right we did have a ball we were just like joking about everything but even after after that it's like we were talking like oh she broke up Uh oh is that the end of the message maybe she faded she faded away man thanos came and snapped and <laughs> that we lost her that was the end i'll try to go to the next message i don't know if she knows she broke up or or not maybe she just had some bad service or something hey it's your mom again so the second thing was about the caller who called about the valedictorian speech um and, you know, I was with her in understanding and being empathetic about, you know, what happened to that counselor and her daughter and everything. And that's completely understandable. But once she said, oh, you know, students today are so entitled and they have Google and the Internet and they still have a library, I was just like, eh. I was like, Mm-mm, no. And it just made, I like, I was in my feelings for three straight days because I was just like, 
it like bubbled up all my old hurt and pain from my school counselor, like dropping the ball several times with me. And I was really just felt really glad by the time when, you know, she was going making the rounds with kids with good grades and great test scores that I didn't need her. And when she brought me into the office, I was like, I don't need to talk to you about my plans because I don't need you. Like, and I definitely don't want your help because you've dropped the ball with me so many other times with important things. And I really had to get myself together because it made all that old hurt come up. And I was just like, okay. I was like, I didn't want to just call in about my old hurt and trauma from high school. But, yeah, you, the, Google is the Wild West. There's so, unless you know what you need to Google or, you know, search or look in the library, because there's so many different types of scholarships, or if the school that schools you're applying to have, you know, a list of scholarships just for their school that they have for certain majors, unless they have that, you know, you don't already know what you're looking for. And then there are scholarships that you need to be nominated for. So if you're a good student, sometimes you need to be nominated for those scholarships and your counselor can go to a teacher and say, hey, can you watch this student? Oh. I think she got cut off because she hit the limit. Last one. And of course, that's the load. Hey, it's Simone again. So, anyway, that's all I really had to say about those two things. And I love you guys. I hope you had a great break. And yeah, so that's it. All right. Love you guys. Bye bye. Oh, and Spider Man was so great. We had so, so much so fun watching it, me and my daughter. Uh, it's like, it was just so good. Anyway, I'm about to listen to your spoiled movie movie review about it love y'all oh thank you Amon. have a good one baby and uh yeah I, like i said man it's, uh that that google it's it's hard man the, the scholarship thing is you know it's hard and i understand how that that student may have felt you know i'm not saying that they that that was the best way to handle it but Agreed. totally understand how they might have felt and i understand the frustration yeah and i and also you know the context of knowing what happened to the counselor and uh losing a loved one like that that you know that sucks as well mm-hmm. so. all right next uh voicemail i think is from uh james um let's see what this one's what about. it do baby how you doing ron carrie it's your boy smash Krampus, and i wanted to respond to your tweet about the pan sears scallops family you are so right and i wanted to tell you the first time i had them oh my gosh oh you know i'm a blue collar dude you know grew up humble big mom tell you just be thankful for everything i was a double stack player two double stacks no mayonnaise and a four-piece nugget Mm. but i was fortunate enough to get invited to one of these NFL player celebrity weekend. It was a blast. Got the hookup. And on the upper deck, they had the people with the suits coming out with hors d'oeuvres. You know, like, here, sir, try this, try this. So I wanted to get out my little comfort zone. I was like, all right, let me, let me get that over there. It was the scallops with bacon wrapped around it. Mm. Family, you ever bit something? And it was so good. You start making orgasm sounds like, mm, uh, mm-hmm. oh, mm, mm. yes. You gotta like yes! come back to life a little bit. You go, oh shoot, where am I at? Yes, God, ah! I feel you, baby. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing better than a pan seared scallop. Hope y'all had a good holiday. I missed y'all. I'm not going to be like these other people and brown those and say, oh, take the time you need, but I need your back. <laughs> take care. Love you. Peace. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. And, uh, nigga, yes. I had, I remember the first time I had a bacon wrap scallop. It was, um, uh, yakitori. Uh, so you guys know, that's like these skewers that they have in, uh, Japanese restaurants. A lot of times it's just like chicken or steak or something. But, uh, it, they had bacon wrap scallop yakitori. Y'all, I'm talking it melts in your mouth <laughs> it's like oh at least you're right you really do make the orgasm sound if you want to know what a person sounds like when they're coming give them a bacon wrap pan seared scallop because you will hear what they what, they, <laughs> what their what their orgasm noise is that moan is gonna come all the way out there's probably men who don't moan during sex that definitely moan when they eat them fucking scallops dog it's impossible not to <laughs> like and then somebody tried to throw out there listen i as with all twitter things i was making a general statement it was really just about celebrating some but i did state it in a way that it just invites motherfuckers that don't know how to how to get down with the vibe how you know i just basically invited them to like say something stupid so i was like is there anything better than a pan seared scallop because oh my god so good and somebody was like yeah raw oysters yeah oysters and i said raw and they was like yeah i was then they think they thought that meant i had never had a raw oyster oyster i'm like no over pants here scallop dude uh, i don't see it i don't see it so uh but yeah it was it was kind of sad that you know it turned into that kind of thread oh I, I can't never talk about food on social media it always turns ugly um yeah they 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 the people to make you mad i and i know this might sound really ignorant but i remember the very first time that i had an egg uh, yeah because i'm I'm black and southern when it came to egg my eggs was hard boiled scrambled or over hard we ain't had no other egg options i didn't even know what the fuck a poached egg was until i started working at ihop and i learned what a poached egg was when the customer asked me do y'all do poached eggs and i looked at him like like he was talking a foreign language and had to go ask the cook what the fuck is a poached egg so i didn't know and i remember i was working at ihop and uh, the um the uh cooks in the back were cooking up something and they was like yeah can you want us to make you a sandwich i was like yeah and they had a i want to say it was on a was it on a biscuit no it was a sandwich it had like uh over like a over like over medium egg with like bacon and all this stuff on it i've been into that bitch and that egg just melted in your mouth and like the flavor just burst it out and i was like i have been i felt like i had been cheated in life like i was a goddamn adult and that was the first time i had ever had any egg other than the ones i explained above and my life has never been the same yeah i um i really don't like poached eggs i don't like the kind that come with the uh that's the kind that come with the holidays like that shit like is that the uh, what did it call yeah. it? Eggs Benedict. Yeah. That's, I don't like that shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, uh, but I was talking about like an over easy egg, not a post egg. But, oh, an over easy egg, like they put on a burger. Right, yeah, right. You like those. That was yeah. the first time I ever had that, but I was talking about a post egg because I didn't even know what a post egg was until mm-hmm. that experience. Like, so I was just going to tell you, I knew nothing about eggs other than over hard, 
hard boiled or scrambled that yeah. that was about the only three different types of eggs i thought even existed even with the, like the sunny side up eggs um, they look like they're looking at you uh even with the sunny side up eggs like sometimes they come with like um uh ramen and uh that's delicious like mix it up in there and they always look so good and take good pictures like Mm -hmm. anyway this is a total tangent that we're not supposed to be on um (laughs) (laughs) all right was that the last i think we got one more voicemail okay i'm not sure it's from but they have left voicemails before so hi rod and karen happy saturday this is jen calling from brooklyn showing some love i love you guys and i haven't called in a very very long time i have been listening for three or four apartments which i move a lot so that's really only like four years (laughs) still listening for a minute and i love you guys and you definitely make my week go by fast Uh, i'm a little late on this but i wanted to say thank you for the medium talk with the um conductor mm -hmm. i'm actually from north carolina and i grew up singing like opera and classical music because that's really like the only options i felt like i had in my high school and things like that and um it just took me back because i felt like that being a black woman in that space there was so many ways to be excluded and there's so many things that stopped me from being a really a part of classical music culture mm. and him talking to you really brought all that back um and it really put me off to the point where i ended up steering over to contemporary music and that's where i'm at today and mm. i'm thankful for that but it's just interesting because growing up i I really did not have a space there and I was just surrounded by white people who are just kind of thriving in that industry and had like, you know, so much praise and I really didn't have a space there. So that was super amazing to hear his perspective. Um, I wish him the best of luck. He was hilarious. He was heated. He was verbose and heated and it just cracked me up. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for everything. And I'm so glad that I finally know what bullet ball is. I've been listening long enough to have heard it a couple of times. I love you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, thank you, Jen. Thank um, you. And thank you for enjoying the um medium talk. Mm-hmm. That one was a really good one, really educational. That that was a really uh smooth, laid back conversation. Learned so much. He has like a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, and and I, I love that how much feedback we got on it. How many people just let let me know that uh they enjoyed that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate y'all um hold on uh, let's go to the next segment real quick i'm gonna pause the uh podcast and i'm glad that person also called in because it reminds me that uh brandon keith brown left a comment on our episode of medium talk he said the outpouring of support for rod's interview on me has been enormous i knew my story would resonate but never in this way i hope that people will learn from my blindness regarding white fragility and racism in academia no matter if we work three times as hard we will never be enough for white institutions thank you so much rod for allowing me the opportunity to tell my story with all my heart you are a male oprah in the making (laughs) it's true (laughs) y'all some of these questions caught me off guard and changed my perspective on the spot it's exciting to be interviewed by someone so skilled oh thank you classical music is a field blacks have been excluded from for years the podcast proves that many people are interested in the genre but may have not had the exposure they need to lifelong consumers uh thank you for everyone for tuning in to rod and karen show and show some love with the hearty donation please follow me on the gram at brandon keith brown conductor 
and my facebook page there you guys go so thank you uh brandon keith brown we appreciate it and you make me think just going back and listening to the conversation remembering things the, I think that really the first time, and I know this might sound silly, but I can't be the only one. One of the first times I actually got introduced to classical music was cartoons, Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. When Tom and Jerry used to have these big things and they would be playing like the classical music, like in the background. That was the first time you were hearing things like, like, I'm talking about like the real class, like Mozart and all that shit, like, like shit that for a lot of people, they hear it all the time. Yep, Bugs Bunny too. And a lot of times they would be having like running around and shit like that and, and kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit, you know, and shit like that like they would actually be singing operas to you but it'd be one of those things where you as a kid you just consume it and you listen to the music not thinking twice of the history literally of what they're introducing to you and it wasn't until i got older that i realized oh this is opera oh this is classical oh this is such and such oh this is most like i didn't put that together till later on in life so these things are actually very very important to introduce to children at a small at a young age even if it's through the quote-unquote uh, the thing that a lot of parents shit on once they get older is cartoons. Children learn from cartoons. Yeah, and I think even like Fantasia with uh, Disney, mm-hmm. I had a lot of that classical music in this shit. So, um, like, yeah, I, I definitely remember all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we got emails. I apologize in advance for my email. If it doesn't make you laugh, please skip over it. Miss you guys. Dear Carol and Rob Morrow, I'm writing to you from my butthurt feelings island in East Africa, a beautiful island unknown by the outside world except Drake. <laughs> I love that black people have finally been cast in the King of Lions 20 plus years after it has been made with white South Africans like John Taylor Thomas and Jeremy Ironing but i am so angry about the shit of bull that is to follow how come they get to portray african stories using animals why couldn't the east africans be cast in this east african story man can y'all imagine if they had actual black people as the lion king animals instead of like the cgi animals boy woo talk about some problems who allowed disney walter Di- water disney to trademark hakuna matata pronounce the t's please uh brother rob and sister carol a phrase that we've had in east africa almost since the beginning of swahili which is the east african language used in the king of lions from time to time uh the crack and the wait, the crack and colonialism agenda must be dismantled and thrown in the indian ocean all right i think i did that right which i swim in every day i sent this i sent my west african friends to chicago to begin this work with jesse smollett Oh, and have heard very good things about their friendship but i haven't heard from them in a while <laughs> i hope they are still doing good things together oh i don't think so soon jesse will be known as the greatest actor in living memory uh finally i would <laughs> like to propose to a girl named lizzo for her bet performance in this interview on the insta on the gram of insta that's a link to the instagram she is very invited to live with me on but hurt feelings allen but she when she's done taking over the world you and carol can also visit us anytime for any reason with a lot of love how about bethany p.s is it true is teddy murphying really doing going to america again should i send my nigerian friends to dissuade him uh uh, i don't listen i'm not i I don't know how much of that uh is offensive or not but uh she does have an african last name so i'm just saying like who the person who wrote that email uh it's like an inside joke so um 
but obviously i did not find uh any of the typos and stuff funny it was funny uh rodrin this for crystal <laughs> yes, crystal says matter of fact it says gritsis anti-northern blackness matter of fact karen karen you're cool and are important you're epicurean ally you love everything as a means of solidarity to different tasting individuals i appreciate you as an epicurious american but rye as a chocolate milkshake i expose i expected more from you just to be let down over and over again i mean it's like different strokes for different folks but the constant vitriol of the glucose grit scene is disgusting and once again i will i was gonna let bygones be bygones with the last or second to last feedback show but when you had the black ip audacity to put that dang on everything thing bagel on them is mashed cauliflowers i got triggered and the grits hit the fan now you like everything seasoning on everything but bagels <sighs> i'm not gonna re-explain i'm not gonna re-explain to you how the everything bagel thing worked those uh, those episodes are absolutely <laughs> on the archive feed you can go on the website just search everything bagel and y'all will see that everything she has typed is nonsense okay um i never had a problem with the seasoning i own everything bagel seasoning we do i don't know where this came from that oh, you don't like everything seasoning no i'm just saying a bagel needs to be specialized and you can't specialize in everything it's impossible <laughs> every other bagel is better queen needs to put you back in the pit next to donald trump forever i ate one of your stupid ass everything bagels new yorkers y'all should all be happy i put it on video and everything for y'all as a means of truth okay so if y'all can't let it go it's really your fault everything leave leave everything bagels out of your sugar grits agenda try to turn this into everything bagels like it got something to do with sugar grits it's nothing to do with each other not just for the everything bagel shade but the constant shame and judging that overall gluco grit phobia stop i admit I, some may call me epicurious with my grits as a pyt i had my glucose grits in phase with then i was by grits now i've been practicing savory grits for decades but who are me to judge a young one or not so young one who delves in the gluco pond nah you that just to me is shows a lack of um parental guidance in your life i don't i don't blame you as a young person for eating sugar grits i blame whoever in your house did to stop you uh some of the best times of my life revolved around my glucose gritsian phase but i outgrew that but i cherish those moments forever and will fight for the right of all americans and all black people throughout the diaspora to eat their grits or whatever hot cereal in the manners they choose period yeah i'm sure some people had great times on opioids and crack but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean we should allow everybody to do it hugs and kisses to karen only miss christopher oh thank you p.s i love you too rod i'm just playing all right she didn't write that but that's what she was thinking uh shana <laughs> shana writes in uh thoughts on abolition first of all i want to send affirmation to y'all taking time off the blackout is the longest relationship i've been in at this point so i had to do without a few episodes so y'all can still have the stamina to continue doing what you're doing for several more years i'll deal i know y'all have mentioned prison abolition a lot lately most recently regarding the bluebell girl and i just wanted to share my thoughts as someone who has been a prison abolitionist for most of my adult life and by that i don't mean that it says that in my twitter bio i mean i actively worked with prison abolitionist movements organization for several years in three states 
in my experience actual prison abolitionists engage in working towards a world without prisons they know there's a lot of work that has to happen before that becomes real but if we're working towards it then we're doing the right thing i think one of the core values of prison abolition which predates the internet is to interrogate our ideas about safety justice and accountability which is exactly what these internet activists don't do as you both pointed out yeah i like i said man i'm not trying to belittle the idea Mm -mm. of people that are working towards a world with you know and they say a world without prisons but you know my assumption is if they're serious they still have some sort of plans for people that that are um literally just dangerous to society yeah there's some rules and regulations Uh, yeah the problem is once it gets online people say these quippy black and white simple Mm -hmm. uh, 140 character sayings and they're just not true and that's the point i'm pointing out is like it's not even true to your belief system because you're not actually a prison abolitionist you just don't want to see this current person we're talking about get in trouble because as soon as it's somebody you don't like you're right back to saying well fuck them right you know and now that's the point i was making on the show um you know i'm not mocking prison abolitionist Mm. as a point because i you know i've said we've talked about it at length the ills of the criminal justice system uh privatized prison right um the the uh inhumane conditions in prison the lack of the way they charge and monetize contact with your family meanwhile contact lack of contact with your family is like one of the number one co- uh, contributors to re um re-entering prison mm-hmm. right so you know and i'm sure you say you've been listening to this for a long time so i know you know that mm-hmm. we're not sitting around like yeah man prison abolition stupid man like that's not the point it's just i know uh as an empath right as an empath sometimes i'll just be looking at people and i'm like that's not even what the fuck you mean Mm-mm. just be honest with yourself because you lying to me you lying to yourself like i already know the truth it's not about prison abolition you don't want to see a black girl go to jail and you know what i can get behind that agree i also don't want to see a black girl go to jail you know like i i feel i what she did was fucked up blah 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 but i don't want to see her go to jail for 20 years over this shit and and there may be some people that do feel like she should go to jail for 20 years but i bet you there's a lot more of us that would be like yeah that's a lot that's a lot but it can't be it can't be um punishment free either yeah but you see what i'm saying it's like there's a lot of us that are like i don't want to see anything really bad happened to her hopefully she gets scared and understands like this is this could have got real this is very dangerous other people seeing this sees that hey she got in a little bit of trouble and it could have been worse so let me not do it you know that's it and instead people were out there throwing prison they do this all the time though but they throw like these big activist words in front of shit that it's not a big activism thing you just did some, you just feel a certain way and that's okay you don't have to justify it by turning it into a cause anyway that's my opinion um i also think you're right to point out how these folks don't have to live in the real world and the problem with that is that these internet politics have real world consequences for people who actually do know what the solutions are and working towards them for example i currently work with an organization that's working on closing a local prison because of the egregious injustices that happen there these folks who run this org are people who have been incarcerated and have been attending city council hearings to advocate for urgently necessary reforms and better policies a first step of a million towards abolition uh they've been getting shouted down by self-proclaimed abolitionists who have no plan and no solution except to say they don't want new jails 
those are mostly folks these are mostly folks who have never been to prison who don't understand that people's lives are at stake and these people have immediate needs that should be met and sometimes that means reform instead of abolition instead of just being symbols of somebody's politics listen read listen that's i think that's why it's so offensive to me right it's because when you start couching the shit in these simple ass like i'm just and it's and it happens a lot with politics on social media which is like i said why i don't engage folks on it anymore because people would rather look a certain way for clout than to fucking have an actual solution you know what i mean and i'm mm-hmm. i know it's gonna sound like i'm shading her and maybe it's a little shade i'll take that but it's kind of what i'm a why i'm a little bit i'm a little bit cynical towards like alexandria ocasio cortez and her crew while i respect them i still have to understand like they're still politicians right and they and and it's funny but in a way they've kind of appropriated the twitter tactics yes they have but turned it into like real life politician moves and and you know twitter tactics work to a certain extent but but a lot of times they have these failings of oversimplification of um straw manning of um uh, a lot of performative type you know like this optics of this look good but it didn't do anything right they they have a lot of that as well you know what i'm saying and i think all politicians have it you know it's not it's not exclusive to her and her crew but they're really fucking good at it because mm-hmm. they they came in this generation more savvy with that kind of shit yeah like somebody did somebody studied in that group yeah they know that instagram they i mean i don't even know it's studied they just know it like the back of their hand the way we know certain things because we just grew up more with it than the other people in there Agreed. and them old ass people in congress don't know all that shit Mm-mm. so they're much better at like making 140 characters or a thread or instagram it or something to be like this very simple thing is all we need to do and it'll fix everything and that's easier to do on twitter surrounded by people that mostly agree with you or people that when they disagree they're just trolls so you can easily write them off agreed it's easier to do that but then when it's like let's sit down at the table across from each other and figure out a solution that will actually pass it's not as easy Mm-mm. our country isn't all on board with that shit and it's like how do you get them people on board because it's not only going to happen via twitter so i think that's one of the things that that, that that's kind of fucked up is that people will be like i'm a prison abolitionist okay cool somebody else who's actually working in this industry uh or, or in this uh world dealing like okay so what we're gonna need to do is take some steps towards making prison less harsh on people right. and there's somebody else in the room like nah fuck that we want we don't want it to be less harsh it needs to just go away i'm not willing to come to the table till y'all just say it goes away and it's that kind of shit where i'm like you can do that on twitter in real life you just sentence thousands of more people to have a hard or worse state than they would have or to death because because you want to look a certain way you know it was one of the things when i did that interview with um a man from cut 50 and i know a lot of people don't like it because it's van jones organization but i found that interview to be eye-opening because i didn't know about some of the other initiatives that they got passed Mm -hmm. you know i didn't know about you know pregnant women being handcuffed in prison that um they passed a law against you know they, that was part of that reform um uh women's access to um to like menstrual uh to, to things for their period mm-hmm. that was part of that reform um uh a percentage of time like uh, all like quote unquote good time accumulating faster that was part of that reform now do i think i mean obviously i'm like fuck trump and i don't think that trump 
has the best interest of those people in mind and i mm-hmm. think that when he says when he quotes that shit to be like i, I don't do anything for blacks I, I i did prison reform it's like well that's racist as fuck to only associate those two things but okay okay it is better than it was before and as they called it the first step act one step i knew i know i saw people who obviously have never talked to this, these folks never examined their programs never questioned them just go nah fuck the whole thing it's van jones it's trump i nothing good can possibly come of it and to me that's ridiculous right because you're actually talking about people that have been let out of jail now because of these pro because of this step at first step act so there are tangible results in people getting out of prison what you're saying to me is i'd rather those people stay in prison than for trump to get any of the credit for signing the bill mm-hmm. than for Jan- van jones to be the one that, that gets some credit for signing the bill because i don't like those two people and to me that's so that's such a twitter thing that's such a social media thing i can take that stance fuck everybody i'm, I'm the realest motherfucker i say just let them out you know it's like okay dog but what about reality because you know that's not feasible and you know no one's gonna do that so then you get to walk around patting yourself on the back because you got the brilliant idea of just fuck everything let everybody out but it's not gonna happen so all you did was say fuck everybody that's in there already right anyway uh i will admit even though i consider myself a committed prison abolitionist i don't always have to answer these tough ethical questions but there are lots of people who are part of the movement who do have solutions who do have plans and who do have alternatives yeah i mean i'm sure they are man but i mean end of the day some of this shit you ain't gonna be able to solve it it don't even matter how like and i say that with all confidence because i mean if we're gonna have restorative social like justice and shit and a motherfucker robbed me and i decide like and they go well what what center the victim what do you want rod y'all might not agree with what the fuck i want and so your solution is not actually centering me it still has parameters on it and that's what all justice systems are gonna have to have parameters. some parameters on what the fuck justice is and the definition of it so it's just by by nature of any system that would seek to rehabilitate incarcerate punish whatever pick the words you want to pick all of that stuff is still gonna um center on the fact that humans are flawed and that not everyone's a willing participant in this system you know and even uh and even with a new criminal justice system that's completely reformed you're gonna get some wrong convictions you're gonna have guilty people walking the streets that's that 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 did the shit you're gonna have innocent people like you're gonna it's gonna be fucked up because we're human anyway i know your criticism is aimed at a certain type of person and not me necessarily but no i was thinking specifically of you i said she gonna write yeah. in no i didn't i wasn't but i did want to push back a bit regarding the idea that no one has answered the question of what to do instead a lot of people have and do this is why it frustrates me so much to see so many people calling themselves abolitionists with no sense of the work it takes the work that is currently being done in the history of the movement they are appropriating yeah like i i mean i was not think i that's why i didn't say it but i i'm not saying i mean i don't, I don't think i should ever have to say it but clearly not all let's just specifically talk about a specific type of person as you said and um you know the other thing is whatever the solutions people have is just gonna someone's not gonna be happy we're talking about criminal justice we're talking about what we do when people violate the rules of society and shit is someone's not gonna be happy Mm-mm. was the person violated the person paying the cost or the penalty of being violating someone like 
it's just you know it's 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 the uh bad choice of what uh, good try to make the best choice of all of these bad choices my goal in writing this email was to add to the convo rather than going on some not all abolitionist rant hopefully it wasn't too bad anyway love the show as always shana p.s i would like to register my support for karen's nonsensical puns i laugh every time give karen the csi theme thank you shana <laughs> thank you and uh nah it wasn't bad at all Mm-mm. look this is the shit i'll be talking about like when uh like you don't have to like send us an angry tweet using our hashtag or um you know say some dismissive like pass aggressive shit um or write a bad review you can just write in man i like as long as we can keep it respectful i'm never gonna disrespect a first person that's being earnest about how they feel you know i'm not you know as long as they're not disrespecting us like i don't know why we wouldn't be able to have a conversation off of it or you know whatever you will call this feedback i don't know why we can't do that Mm-mm. i don't expect everyone to agree with us oh no 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 never and i listen to way too many podcasts i don't agree with I, I, you could be my fucking friend i listen to a podcast you're gonna say something where i'm like eh, i don't see it that way but that's cool right that's that's fine like this expectation of like we have to match on everything until some and when we don't we throw people away it has to stop and i'm i'm not gonna participate in it i refuse not over trivial shit as far as like this because i have no power over the criminal justice system by myself and neither Mm -hmm. do you i'm not i can't imagine being like wow you really wrote in to disagree fuck you wow that's fucked up just just do what i say you know what i mean like I, i hate that shit i hate when i hear podcasters to get feedback like that and they go off the deep end on somebody and you're like that they weren't even writing in that wasn't even me right all right dia says hello rod and karen i'm writing this email to say thanks for everything you do recently i started to write letters to people who not only inspire me but have gotten me through some tough times so naturally i had to start here i've been listening for a while now through at least two explanations of bullet ball i think and while i haven't become a monthly member the spirit is willing but the funds aren't there yet i have contributed a five-star review all right that's all i need you put five on it dog i'm beginning my own freelance journey and the two of you inspired me to keep it keep at it karen and rod you two are the best couple in podcasting oh and i just wanted to take the time to appreciate all that you have given people like me much love and gratitude dear oh oh thank you baby yeah we know everybody can't put uh a five dollar bill but five stars that matters too Mm mm-hmm uh this says no subject yes karen has helped me in this episode i'm struggling with my fear and my 10 year old son currently thank you hashtag say that again oh thank you baby thank you i think that's from vance um and lastly laura says episode 1920 humping around hi rod and karen kind of a recent listener to the of the show i found you guys from the dim thrones tag on twitter probably around season seven of game of thrones and then i found out about the podcast properly from the vice special since then i've been playing your episodes non-stop and they've saved me from awkwardly quiet office spaces my soundtrack of my 20 minute bike ride to work and you guys are helping me through a difficult breakup oh sorry to hear about the breakup Mm -hmm. glad to be of help i know that stuff sucks i wanted to let the two of you know how much i appreciate the show and just the unpredictability of everything yo thank you sometimes i worry about that i won't lie it's probably a big weird insecurity but sometimes we do segments and i'm like man i don't know if we should have talked about love and relationships and marriage that long because i definitely didn't plan it and no no it ain't you know or this bobby brown tangent just took 20 minutes (laughs) i don't know if motherfuckers are into this but 
you know and then you know sometimes then sometimes it'd be those things that we get the most like twitter and facebook and and mm-hmm. emails from so you never know just try to be authentic i'd be lying if i said i didn't have to pull my bike to the side of the road laughing the whole of me imagining mc hammer bouncing his dick all over the place to impress these women with pump bumps and pumps or whatever nonsense <laughs> it is fucking hilarious yeah check out that youtube and get a chance oh it's real good y'all you guys keep doing what you do love from ireland laura oh Aww. shout out to ireland yes be safe out there in ireland ride your bike baby don't get hit by no vehicles we international leave us a five-star review so we can read the ireland um review mm-hmm. okay uh all right y'all that's it this is a kind of a long feedback show but we had a good time and i hope you guys did too talked about some serious things some silly things uh we will of course be back tomorrow uh tuesday we have um the guys from uh comedy outliers mike and brandon back Mm -hmm. on the show really looking forward to that um so yeah we'll talk and then also tuesday morning i'm interviewing bossy about her book i'm li- i'm telling the truth but i'm lying mm-hmm. which i cannot stress enough how brilliant that book is and i can't wait i i talk to her all the time but i, I can't wait to interview her about that book because you guys are really in for a treat so mm-hmm. all right that should be it man so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.